Huh? A hold your word. Read your word. Walk by it. Act by it. Talk by it. World around me sees the word in me. Cause the word in me. World around me will become changed. The word tells me how to be saved. Heal. Feel. And blessed. I am what it says I am. I am highly favored. This is my best year yet in Jesus' name. Come on, give the Lord a shout of praise. And I want to tell you, all that me and Pastor Betty has been through already this year, it's been a great year. It's been a great year. And I want to, I want to, uh, rewind just a little bit to last Saturday. I did, I left out an important part in that message and then we're going to pick right on up. But you know, last Saturday, I was telling you, last Sunday, I was telling you about last Saturday, for you wasn't here, uh, I was on the porch sitting there and, and, and Pastor Betty was out there working in the flower bed and it was, it was about 11. It was very hot. It was getting hot. And I told Pastor Betty, I said, you know, you need to finish that and come on in, you know, because I, I, I was not able to get out there in the, in the heat. And, uh, and she responded to me and just says, uh, I don't know exact words. I could probably say them all in here, but anyhow, she said, she said, she says, you know, I, I got this, you know, I got this. You just sit there and be quiet or something like that, you know. And, uh, but I will have to say that Saturday night, also that Saturday night, I was sitting in there in the recliner and, and she brought me in there. She bought, brought in there a bowl of ice cream for me. And on that ice cream, she had tucked some of Brother Jeffrey's that, uh, blueberries that he had given us and put some of them blueberries in there. And then I forgot all about what she said on that porch that day. <laughs> so I forgot that last week. I just wanted to throw that part. Just want to, I just wanted to throw that part in. Amen. 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 She's a good wife. She 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 put up with a lot for a few weeks, and uh, and I appreciate that. Amen. But I want to ask you this morning, as we talked about last week, I want to ask you this morning. Do you know who you really are? Do you know this morning who you are? Do you know who you are this morning? I'm taking a note. Put it down. Do you know who you are this morning? Do you know? I want you to know something this morning. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Do you know who you are this morning? You're not what they... Tell you who you are. You're not who they tell you you are. I'm going to say something that's controversy here, controversial here, controversial here. Now I have an excuse, okay, for a few weeks if I give out a voice or my my words are not plain, it's because I hadn't talked a lot, okay? Because Betty would not let me holler in the house and and everything. But you're not who they tell you you are. You not, you not who you are. This is controversial and I'm going to come back to it. But you not even really who you are by the thoughts you have. You not really who you are by the feelings 
sometimes that you feel or sometimes that, that you have. You're not who you are based on your feelings. You're not who you are based on your thoughts. Now, I'm gonna, that's controversial because I'm going to come back to that. But who do you know who you are this morning? Do you know who you are? We talked about last week your belief system. Your belief system. What does your belief system run off of? What does your belief system run off of? We talked about that you are a three-part being. You have the soul, the mind, will, and emotions, the conscience of you, the body. And then we talked about the spirit. In Genesis 1.26, look at this. God said, let us make man in our image. After the likeness. Let us make man in our image. See, when you get, but see, when you have all of those thoughts and all those feelings of the world, you're not, you're not focusing in, in, on the feelings and the thoughts of who you are in Christ Jesus. Your feelings and your thoughts need to be that I am somebody. I am somebody. Your thoughts and feelings should be that, bless God, I'm coming out of this thing. I'm going to overcome this thing. I'm coming through this thing. I'm coming out of this thing. I'm, I'm going to get, I'm going to get, I'm going to get, I'm going to get better. I'm going to overcome this. Those are the thoughts and the, but the, the world and all those thoughts and feelings will just continue to push you down, bring you down, tear you down. And let me say this. We talked about this. We're all different. Amen. That's why you as a male can marry a female. Because we're all different. Used to know how to say it like that. Because if we was all the same, you could not live with yourself. Could you imagine? Could you? <laughs> That's pretty deep, right? Because some of you imagine having to live with yourself. You know how you act sometimes. You know how you do sometimes. So that's why you marry somebody that's different to you. It makes life challenging. Makes life interesting. But you, your thoughts and your feelings have got to be based on that who you are in the image of Jesus Christ, God the Father, the Holy Spirit. But do you know who you are this morning? Who, what does your belief system run off of? I want you to get this. What does your belief system run off of? Is it running off the Word of God? Do you have the thoughts, by His stripes I'm healed. By His, by His stripes I'm whole, healed, and well. Nothing missing, nothing broken. That I am the head and not the tail. I am above and not beneath. I am blessed and not cursed. Do you have those kind of thoughts? Do you have the feeling that I'm coming out of this? Or are you going around saying, oh my Lord. But we all are different. But we all face life challenges. And when you face life challenges... You gotta stay in the word and remain the same. Is it hard? Yes. 
Do you see something? See, we want to, you know, we want to do something. Let's just get down where we live. We want to look around sometimes and we want to look at people and say, well, man, they look like they got it all together. They don't. They face problems too. They face problems. We all face problems. And you're sitting in this morning, they're not like mine. You ought to listen to somebody else's problems. But church, I'm telling you, this makes the difference. The difference is that when we, when we realize that we're made in the image of God and the people that is realizing that and operating in that and responding on that and not moving your faith, you cannot let your faith move. And man, I enjoy what sister, uh, Sister Esther said Wednesday night, if you didn't hear that teaching, you need to, you need to go back and watch that on Facebook or the, or the website. You need to go back that, that she talked about the, the hope and we've always talked about that. To, uh, the, the, the biblical hope is anticipation knowing God's got it and it's going to come through. But the hope laying there, you hoping till, because you operating in faith. But see, when, when, when things start falling apart and you just start saying, well, they're all falling apart. I don't know what I'm going to do. You're not walking in faith. You're not hoping in Christ Jesus. But those people that you look, you looked at them and it looks like they got it all together. I want to report to you. They're walking by faith in hope. And I want you to come up. Look at somebody and say, come to the next level. Get out of the box. You... And it's not faking it. You're not faking it till you make it. No, you're walking in hope with expectation that by faith for the things hoped for are the evidence of things not seen, but it's coming into reality in Jesus' name. It's coming into reality. And you gotta push your way through. You gotta stand up. We all face those things. But some of you sometimes think that, you know, well, you know, and I wanna tell you, I've told people this and some people get mad now. Now, if it feels like I'm, I'm shooting straight at you, I'm telling you this is a spirit right here because it's not in none of my notes. But I'm telling you this here for your good. You need to realize one thing. When the enemy is attacking and it seems like it's all caving in, bless God, you may miss work or you may, I'm not saying telling you lay out of work or you may be, you know, you may keep, you know, it seems like you can't get there or whatever, or you're not, you're dedicated to get there, but let the number one issue thing be in your life when you're going through those things, that you're getting in this word, and you're going to the house of God with a, with, with to be with people of like faith, that you're going to get through this thing. But the devil will try to convince you and bring all kind of things up with your way and, 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 and push in there and pressure you and, and other things that come in the way. And then what happened? Church and the word of God gets at the end of the line. No, man, that's when you need to be pushing in. That's, and, and I want to tell you, that's the difference in those people that you look at and say, man, they got it all together. No, you know what they're doing? They're pushing in. They're pushing in. They're pushing in. And that's what you got to do. I'm asking you this morning, do you know who you are? Do you really know who you are? And if you're jotting something down, get this. I didn't come up with this, but this is powerful. But I ask you about what does your belief system run off of? Get this. But see, it's what you believe in. Get this. Your belief, your belief is your limit system. Your belief is your limit system. That's the system you operate on. 
See, what, 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 how much do you believe? Do you really believe God's going to work this thing out? God's going to come through on this thing. You don't know how, you don't know when, but you got your faith in God. You're trusting in God in His health thing. You're trusting in God in His finances thing. You're trusting in God in His family. So that, that your belief system is your limit system. And when, wherever your belief is, that is far as you're going to get. As far as you're going to get. And so you have to push your way and you got to get this scripture. You got to quote this word. You got to stand on this word. You got to stand on this word and continue to speak and go forth in Jesus name. You got to speak and go forth. You got to confess it, declare it, decree it. But get that this morning. Your belief. That's your limit system. It's what you, what, what, you can't go no further than what your, your belief system is. Your belief system. What do you see yourself? What do you see yourself? What are you believing in? What What are you believing in based on this Word of God? What are you believing in based on this Word of God for your health? What are you believing in for your health? I say it many times, Brother Earl Thompson. He's going to be with the Lord now. But I never, he's one of the very few that I see go in a nursing facility and come out. And goes home and has a few months Close to a year of a good quality life. Because every time I went in there, he would say, Preacher, Brother Randy, I'm going home. I'm going to overcome this thing and I'm going to go home. And I agree with him and pray with him. Where's your belief system? Your belief is your limit system. That, that's your, that's your limit system. What you're believing in. See, some people just want to get through this thing. God don't want to just put a band-aid on your situation. God just don't want to get you through that thing. God, the Bible says that God wants to take you from glory to glory to glory. He wants you to do better. He wants you to enjoy life. Now see, it's easy to understand our bodies and our souls. It's easy to do that. You know, if I walk over and walk behind one of these guys, somebody and put my hand on their shoulder, they know somebody has just what? So we deal every day with our, our, our body and our, our soul, our mind and emotions. Our, we, we deal with that every day. You know, you, you can make people feel happy. You can make people feel sad. You can even hurt people with your words. I mean, you know that. Hopefully you didn't do that last part, but, but those words, see what happens. Those words are processed in our minds and it affects our what? Emotions. Those words. Think about that. It affects our emotions. But I want you to get this. In your spirit, in the spirit, you cannot feel those things in your spirit the way you do in the flesh. Think about that. You know, when you feel like something in the spirit, you know, you feel like you need to go and pray for this person or you need to go over here and bless this person with something. What happened? The body or the mind, the soul will attack that if it's not really prayed up. And it'll say, it'll say, no, no, no. But, but there, but, but, but it's just your knower, your knower's going off that you need to know that you need to go do this. See, that's your spirit. And that is the spirit that we need, that we have been made in the what? Image of God. That's the spirit. See, we've took that verse in Psalm, in Genesis 126 about 
We made in the image. We've tucked that so, and there's nothing wrong with taking it literal, but we've tucked that so literal that we talk about the physical body and what God looks like in the physical body. And if you want to go with that, that, that's fine, but there's a much deeper meaning in that. He was saying that it's in your spirit. God, when you ask Jesus to come into your life, He has made you in the image of God. What does that say? That if we, and I'm getting ahead of but if we renew our mind, we will think like Jesus thinks. That went over real good. That went over real good. I mean, did you ever read in the Bible? <laughs> you ever read in the Bible? You ever read in the Bible when, when one of them, you ever read in the Bible when one of them went to Jesus and Jesus says, have you, have you been, did you go to the emergency room? What'd they say? Did you go to the bank? What did the bank say? Will he loan you that money? You get what I'm saying? You see, did, what did Jesus say? Most of the time he says what? Thy faith has made thee whole. In fact, talking about money, he told one of the guys that needed some money, he told one of the guys to go fishing. Go fishing. Go fishing. And the first what? You catch. First fish you catch, what happened? But think about that. Jesus never say, Jesus never say, how long you been, how long you been feeling that way? You know? You know, I think we talked about it the other, a while back or so. You know, we, we, you know, we, um, somebody will, somebody will make a comment about, well, did you hear about so and so? You know, they say they in, uh, stage two and three. Well, instead of us saying, well, bless God, we pray, uh, in Jesus' name, the whole heal him well. If we're not careful, we'll say, what did I say? How long they got to live? Image of God. We made in the image of God. I said, we made in the image of God. In fact, Jesus says, I, you can do greater things than I did. Greater things. Greater things. See, your spirit is your knower. But if you're not feeding the spirit, the flesh is going to take over. The mind's going to take over. And I'm going to tell you, you're just going to be in a mess. Look at somebody and say, are you in a mess? Please don't answer them. Let's move on quickly. See, your spiritual reality really isn't felt. I want you to get that. Think about that. See, because God's Word declares that you have the same power living in you that was in Jesus. Romans 8, 11. Look at this right quick. Look at Romans 8, 11. But if the Spirit of Him that raised up Jesus from the dead does what? Dwell in you. He that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by His Spirit that dwelleth in you. Look at that in NLT. The Spirit of God who raised Jesus from the dead, say it with me, lives in me. And Jesus, and, and, and just as, as God raised Christ from the dead, He will give life to your mortal bodies, the same Spirit living within you. Wow. 1 Corinthians 3.16 Know you not that you're the what? Temple that the Spirit of God what? 
Spirit of God's dwelling in you. Spirit of God's dwelling in you. Spirit of God's dwelling in you. See, this truth cannot be discerned through your natural senses. Some of it may be, but it's got to be for your spirit. You're made in the image of God. Think like Him. See, we always take that verse like looking like God. Come on, let's get more serious than that. Amen? Let's think about we need we are created in the image of God, so we need to think like Jesus and God. So I don't know if I think like God. Well, let me say this. There are three in one. That's the Trinity. So if you like Jesus, you can be like God. But now we know God's up there. You know, don't, don't go out here and say, well, the preacher says, I'm God. Boom, see if that happened. No, you lost it. You lost it. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about we've been given that power. And what happens to us? 2 Corinthians 5, 17, right quick. That we what? If any man be in Christ, he's a what? New creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have come what? New. Look at that in NLT. This means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a what? New person. Old, th- old life is gone. A new life has begun. Now, we talked about this the other week. You don't change outside, but it's your spirit. You start letting the spirit take over and control your life. And you gotta renew your mind with the word so the, so your soul, your mind will begin to line up with the spirit and then things will begin to happen in your life. In fact, you can, you can, you have, you, if, if you are in the image of God and living in Jesus Christ, you have the power to raise the dead. There's some I want to go try to raise right now. No, I'm just kidding. You have the power. Look at somebody and say, I got the power. And you know what? You could be somewhere tomorrow. And God could use you through that power to raise somebody from the dead. You could be in line in front of somebody or behind somebody and they pass out. And you walk over and speak in Jesus' name. They shall live. They shall live. And for all you know, you might have just saved that person's life. Might have just saved the light. Look in John 14, 12. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on what? Me, the works that I do. There it is. Great, also greater works shall he do because I what? Go to my Father. So God's Word reveals spiritual reality. God's Word reveals spiritual reality. You want to know what your spirit's like? Find out from the Word. You want to know what your spirit's like? Find out from the Word of God rather than from your emotions and your feelings. Your feelings will tell you, well, I don't feel like going to church today. Well, I don't feel like doing this. I don't feel like doing that. Or your emotions may be rising high and say, well, you know, so-and-so's there. They're going to do this. I ain't going. Get above that. Let your spirit, the image of God, you walking in the image of God. Jesus walked in, Jesus went in there that day. He, he went in there and they in there, money changers and all of that in the temple. Did he turn around and walk out and tell them, let them, God just let them all go to hell. No, he didn't, did he? Huh. He went in there and run hell out of the, out of the, out of the uh, 
church. He took authority is what I'm saying. Why? Because he was created in the image of God. He was created in the image of God. You and I have been created and made in the image of God. But until we get that and, and, and renew our mind, we're going to get beat up by everything that comes our way most of the time. Finances, health, works, people, whatever it is, we'll get beat up. But you can't let nothing get you down. Amen? Amen. I said, you can't let nothing get you down. And, and uh, you got to be overcomers. I mean, me and Pastor Betty, I said I wasn't going to say, but, but, but me and Pastor Betty that Friday, Man, we was going to go down there, and I went in there, and I told that doc, I said, my little buddy, I said, all right, man, doc, I said, you go in there and put a stand in there, I'm going home this evening in the morning. He said, well, I said, no, you know, well, you got to speak, believe this now. I mean, he come back around there, laying on that table, and he come back, he said, buddy, we can't fix this. I said, what? <laughs> I was devastated. Devastated. And that next morning, I didn't want to speak to nobody. My brother, my mama there, my wife, I didn't want to speak to me. I didn't want to speak to nobody. I wasn't mad at God, but I was just mad. <laughs> but at 4.30 that morning, I was sitting on the side of the bed. Miss Betty over there, she was sleeping. That's all I said. She was sleeping. <laughs> but I was just, I, it was just me and God. I was up on the side of the bed. I done got up and walked in the room there. And I had five days before they was going to do that surgery. Couldn't do it. Five days. And and God gave me the answer that morning. Gave me a revelation. And then I got a uh, confirmation later on. I got a confirmation just a few hours later. That, and I'll share all that later. But I'll tell you, God didn't cause me to have to have all that surgery. God didn't cause that. And I'll tell you that answer later. I'll tell you that answer later on. But what I'm saying is... Whatever comes your way, you got to realize and know, man, I'm, I'm, I'm made in the image of God. I'm going to get through this thing. We're going to beat this thing. But see, you either get mad or you can get, you can get mad and start looking at the thing and start blaming all of this, the blame game. Or you can say, okay, now God, what's the deal here? What's the deal? What's the deal? What's the deal? And I got up that morning, I was praying in that room, walking. I could, I didn't want to go over close to Miss Betty, but I had it down. At, at night, when I get up and walk in that room, I was a hundred steps. I, I had counted them. I got up to my walk, and I, I sat back on the bed, and I said, God, what is that? What is this? But see, what happens so many times, we let our flesh, our emotions, and our feelings Rise up over the spirit to find the answer about what's going on in our life that we just want to blame everybody else. And then we want everybody else's pity and everybody else to help us. And then we miss and we don't grow in the situation. But you got to get along with God. Whatever your situation is today, you got to get along with God. Because I'm asking this morning, do you know who you are? Do you know who you are today? Whatever you're facing, do you know who you are? Do you know who you are? Look in John six sixty three. See what God's word is here, right quick. It is the spirit that quickeneth. Because the flesh what? Profit nothing. It's the spirit. 
flesh profit nothing. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. Look at this in the Amplified. It is the spirit who gives life. Why? He is the life giver. The flesh confers no benefit whatever. Conveys no benefit whatever. Catch that. There's no profit in it. There's no profit in it. See, in the flesh, you may do great things here. But when you die, that's all over. But that spirit, that spirit, the words, the truths that I have been speaking to you are what? Spirit in life. I want you to get this. God has already given you everything you need and it's contained in your spirit. If you don't get nothing else today, get this. God has given you everything you will ever need. It's in your spirit. All you got to do is learn to release it. You got to learn to release it. You got to learn to release your healing. Sometimes it's bam. Sometimes it's over time. But you gotta learn to release it. You gotta, all you need to do is release it. Yet, that simple understanding can change everything in your life. It's in your spirit. It's in your spirit and we have to learn to release it. Whatever it is. It's in your spirit. And we all deal with things. Amen. Look at somebody and say, we're all different. You're all different. Now, I know this is going to be shocking you. I know we may speak this by faith to somebody, but I want you to look at somebody and say, you are really, you are normal. <laughs> I know. I just lost you. <laughs> I know. I know. But we're just humans. We're humans. We're humans. We live in a body that most times, a high percentage of time that we've got to change, we don't take care of. We don't renew our minds, so our minds are just like this. So these are areas we got to work on. So when we start taking care of the body a little bit better, working on our mind, Renewing our mind with the word. Then we in more line to let the spirit dominate us. And then we can receive from what the spirit is saying to us. And we can operate in that faith. And I want to tell you, that's the life that Jesus wants us to have. You know, that's the life that Adam and Eve walked in. They walked in. You know, they had no need to want. When we walk in the Spirit, check this out, we will really not have a need to want. God's that? Do you really know who you are today? But see, the Christian life is a process of renewing your mind. You gotta learn to release all this other stuff and receive. So, you know, let me me say this. Let me just read this right here. Unless you understand that when you get born again, you have already received your spirit, 
all that you ever need. If you don't get that understanding, there will always be doubt. So you may know it's, it's possible. You may know the promises in the Word of God. But see, you'll always be trying to perceive it mentally or emotionally. And that's disastrous. Because then you go and you say, well, God, I miss, you go and say, God don't love me no more. God don't care for me no more. God always love you and care for you. But see, when we're trying to get it in, in, in the, in the, in the, in the emotional part, emotional or mental part, that's really a recipe for failure. Cause it's, we're made in the what? Image and it's in the spirit. And then, you know, there, there's a, there's another place that we have a misconception that we try to, we, if we're not careful, we'll think, well, it's how good we are. It's how much we give or it's how much of the Bible we read or it's how much we do. See, that's a misconception. That's not, that's not it. That's not it. Cause Jesus loves you no matter what? See, it's wrong for you to think that you got to make yourself worthy to get God's gifts. Because you already were worthy because of what Jesus did on the cross. You're already worthy. You just got to receive it, but you got to receive it in your spirit. Say this with me. I am somebody, I am somebody. in Christ Jesus. So look at that scripture one more time. Genesis one twenty six. Look at it in the NLT. Then God said, let us make human beings in our image to be like us. They will reign over the fish and over all of these things. Do you know? Now this is a little deep, but did you know? If, if you allow the Spirit of God to take over, like we've talked about even sometimes the weather, that we made in the image of God to beings in our image to be what? Like us, and they will what? Can reign over things. We can speak because we've been given that power. So I ask you this morning, do you know who you are? So see with your, with, with your, with your thoughts and your feelings, you got to get in the Word of God, and then it's going to change your thoughts and feelings. But if you don't get in the Word of God, your thoughts and feelings will dominate you, and then and they will live in the negative realm, and you're going to get beat up in life. But when you'll let those thoughts and feelings led and dominated by the Word by renewing your mind, because you're made, say this with me, I am made. In the image of God. Write this down before we pray and let you go. Remember this right here. You don't attract what you want to be. You don't attract what you want to be. You attract what you are. You attract what you are. So you don't attract what you want to be. 
you attract what you are. Right? Church folks, Christians attract each other. Drunks attract. Dummies attract dummies. Us intelligent, smart people will attract. You attract who you are, not what you want to be. So see, you gotta quit saying, I want to be well. By faith, I am well. And it comes into tuition. It comes into reality. But we don't, we don't attract what we want to be. We attract who we are. So who, who are we? I ask you this morning, who are you? Do you know who you are? You are made in the image of God. But are you, are you allowing that to dominate your life? Are you allowing that to take over your life? Cause see, that'll change your, it'll change your thinking, change your belief system. When we act, realize we have been made in the image of God. You got a great future. You got a great future. You got a great future. God's waiting on you to serve Him. Amen. Do you know who you are? Do you know who you are? Father, we thank you for this day and this time to be in your house. We thank you for those that's come. And God, may we never leave this place before we give people the opportunity that may don't know you. Maybe they've never asked you to come in to be the Lord of their life or maybe they have and they've wandered away. Well, God, you're still right there just waiting on them to just look up. You're there to pick them up. And if that's you, sir, ma'am, you'd like to walk down here. It's not joining the church. You're doing something greater. You're joining the worldwide family of God. But you'd like to walk down here and just give it to Jesus today. Just get up out of that pew and walk on. Right now, heads are bowed and eyes are closed. You'd like to do that before we leave this place? Jesus is here. Father, I thank you for these people. Thank you for those that's watched online. Those that's here. God, that we may never miss you. But we push forward. We go forward. Realizing who we are in the image of you. We are created. We are made in the image of you. We're really made in the image of you, Jesus, to think, to believe like you. God, help us with that. And all the things that come our way, help us with that. Father, we just ask you now, Lord, to go with these people. Give them a good afternoon. Father, bring us back at six. Good weather, good time of fellowship for a little groundbreaking ceremony. and Fellowship. And God, I speak a good week on these people. You go with us throughout this week. Those that are still traveling away and others. Be with them times with their families. Thank you for those that's come today and what you're doing and going to do. Father, we just release our prayer blessings on them. That you just go and do as we look to you and serve you. We're going to give you the praise and the glory in it all. In Jesus' name we pray. And all of God's people say it. Amen. Amen. God bless you. We love you today. Amen. As she goes. Hallelujah. All right. Let's go go over our weekly announcements. Join us this evening, as Pastor said, at 6 p.m. for our groundbreaking ceremony as we kick off our new building project. Refreshments will be served afterwards.
We ask that everyone um, to bring sandwiches, chips, and a snack-type food, and let's enjoy a time of fellowship on this special occasion. All drinks will be provided. Our monthly Thrive meeting will be on Tuesday, July 11th at 6.30. This meeting is for all staff and department leaders. Please make plans to join us. There will be a mandatory food bank meeting on Saturday, July 15th at 10 a.m. The meeting will be held at the food bank located at 3267 Louisville Street. All volunteers are asked to attend and anyone wanting to become a volunteer is welcome as well. For more details, please see Sister Amy Price. Our Kids Crusade is July 24th through the 26th. We are providing meals for the CCM team each night, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Monday is being taken care of by the Hope Center ladies. Tuesday is being taken care of by the First Encounters. Wednesday is still open, so if your ministry would like to provide the meal that night or just you and a group of individuals would like to do that, um, please see Sister Peggy Herring. During July, Calvary Bookstore will be spotlighting all books and Bibles. They will be 20% off except for special orders. Stop by today and take advantage of these great offers on all books and Bibles. Also, as Pastor mentioned last week, if you did not get the book, like Life is Like a Rose, please get your copy today before you leave in the foyer. The Calvary Church Fall Trip is October 26th through the 28th. They're going, we're going to Chattanooga, Tennessee. This trip is open to everyone. If you are interested in going, there is a flyer in the side foyer with all their trip details costs and costs, so be sure to pick one up today. We would like to extend a special welcome home to all our guests today, and we invite you to stop by our connection tables located in both foyers. Please drop off your guest information card. We have a special gift for you today. Our prayer teams will also be at the connection tables for anyone wanting or needing prayer and encouragement. So please stop by and let us agree with you concerning your needs. Our July calendar is in both four years, so get yours today. Y'all have a blessed afternoon. We'll see you in a little bit.